Hello and welcome to the Crying Burns Calories podcast. I'm your host, Katie Saltzman, personal trainer, nutrition coach, entrepreneur, creator, and expert in teaching women how to take back control of their health, their mindset, and their happiness. Most of you know me as a nutrition coach, but this podcast and this platform is going to be so much more. This is a place where I want to be able to talk about it all. Yes, of course, health and fitness, but also relationships, social media, adulting, hormones, just life. I want this podcast to cover all the ups and downs, and I want you to know that you're not alone. Ultimately, I'm here to give you the confidence to break through what's holding you back, to embrace who you fully are and show up authentically in life. Because life is messy. It's not perfect and it's not meant to be. So grab your wine, a drink, or if you're like me, that chocolate or that ice cream, because it's time to take our stories and the things we go through and make them our superpower. It's time to laugh, cry, learn, and understand that we are all in this together. So let's dive in. Before we dive into this amazing 20-minute episode, I just want to say this. If you're listening to this podcast, if you love when a new episode is dropped on Fridays, I want you to take a screenshot of your phone right now, share it on social media, tag me in it so I can repost it, I can share it because I love, love, love when all of you are listening to my podcast, when you let me know, when you connect with me on social media. So go ahead, do that right now and then dive in. Here I am once again sitting on the floor of my room at 11.30 p.m. at night because this, I swear, nighttime is when I get inspired to do my podcast. So um, this this particular podcast has sort of been, I would say, stewing in me for a little bit now, um, wanting to teach how to be more intuitive in your health and fitness journey. Uh, there's so many different opinions out there as far as what the right way to do things are. And and right now there's a huge push for the intuitive eating. And I'm not against that in any any way. I sort of I'm always sort of in the gray area. I think what works for each person is going to be very different. But do I think we need to transition to start being more intuitive with our food and with our fitness and just really in life in general? Absolutely. I For so much of my life, I just completely ignored my intuition. And I think feeding and nurturing our intuition will only help us thrive in our bodies and thrive at life. Most of us have blocked it most of our life because we're told, hey, this is how it should be. This is how things are done. This is how you do it. And we've just learned that for so long. It's like rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, that we don't know what we want anymore. As individuals, like we try and behave like the people around us or behave like we think we should. When it comes to our health and fitness, it's the same thing. It's very regimented. It's very structured. It's very um, masculine energy. You have to do this. You have to do that. Track, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you you get to a point where you're not listening to your body at all. And I say this all the time, but our bodies speak to us every single day. They tell us to push. They tell us to rest. They tell us they're exhausted. They're hungry. They're this, they're that. But we completely miss out on all these cues because we haven't learned, we've unlearned how to be intuitive with our bodies. We no longer 
know what that feels like or what that's like because we've been disconnected from it for so long. And it seems like an intimidating thing. Like, like, how do I just become intuitive when we have so many patterns and habits and behaviors the opposite direction? But I promise you it's possible. Why? Because me right here recording this podcast had absolutely zero intuition of who she was when it, when it came to any aspect of my life. I was always trying to be somebody else, but especially when it came to health and fitness. And um, that's really what I want to dive into in this podcast because that's, that's what inspired this podcast was a conversation with a client. Um where she said, how, like, how, how do you do it? Like, I've been doing HIIT training and I've been doing this for so long. And even though it hasn't worked for my body, even though I'm not seeing the results I want to see, even though I know it's working against me now, it's what I've known and it's what worked one at one point in my life. So this is just what I believe. And I think so many of us are in this position where it's like, no, I get up, I do my workout, my HIIT training, I do this, I track my calories, I I have this for lunch, I have this for dinner, and this for breakfast, and maybe at one point that worked, but like, what kind of life is that? Like, really, truly, sit back and think about it. In 10 years, do you still want to be doing that to try and lose weight? Or just to try and feel good every day, take weight loss out of it. Do you still want to be doing that in general? And I hope when you're sitting here thinking about that, that your answer is no, because nobody wants to do that. We don't want to be tracking in 10 years. We don't want to have to have a smoothie every single day. We don't want to be intermittent fasting in 10 years from now. It's like, come on, we have to live our life and and start to relax and, and be able to enjoy life and our bodies again. And we don't do that when we're so structured all the time. And And I think the first step is recognizing that maybe what you're doing isn't working for you. And that was the biggest like light bulb moment for me in my journey is that, no, this was no longer working for me. It was no longer serving me. Working out two times a day, tracking every morsel of food only to binge because I was tracking so strictly like my gum and fish oil, like I was like it, that would have even made a difference. Um, none of that stuff was working or serving me anymore. I, I was getting to a point where it's what I thought worked, but it wasn't working for my body and I wasn't listening. And trust me, my, my journey to going from that to a little bit more normal with nutrition, where I was tracking to really starting to learn about metabolism to where I am now, where I do everything intuitively when it comes to working out, when it comes to my nutrition, when it comes to my life, my I live by my intuition now, but that took a while. So know that this isn't a transition that happens overnight, but listen, if it's a transition that you want, if you want to start living more intuitively, you have to start practicing it. It will not come with weight loss. Actually, a lot of times it's opposite. A lot of times weight loss can can breed more obsession and less intuition. So, but it, but it can also you can also do have weight loss while being a little bit more intuitive. And and again, I live in this gray area where some things I'm intuitive about and some things I like to have a little bit more structure with. But you have to decide really what works best for you because each individual is going to be different. Um, well, I like I guess I did say like, hey, my whole life is is more intuitive now. And it is compared to what it used to be. With that being said, like just my human design in general, I like a little bit more structure and that's okay. I can still have that structure and I can still be intuitive. So 
let me start to sort of dive in on on how we do this. Because number one, like I said, is recognizing that it's not serving you. And that's the hardest part is that we want to it's we've done it a certain way for a long time and we're stuck in our ways. Trust me, we are stubborn. Us women, we are stubborn. I talk to stubborn women every single day. And I'm nice. I'll be kind to you, but we're we're stubborn as hell. So recognizing and saying that we're wrong, that we've been doing things wrong, like when I say that's the hardest step, it's the hardest step. Don't act like you're not stubborn as hell. We don't want to be like, no, I've been doing it wrong for years and years and years. But releasing that and starting to recognize it is the best place you can be because awareness precedes change. Once we become aware of something, that's when we can really start changing it. So that's always going to be number one. Number two is learning about your body and starting to listen to it. And this is a really big deal because let me tell you, diet culture has taught us nothing about our bodies except to hate them. So when I say learning about your body, learning about how your body works as a female, learning about your hormones, learning about nutrition, proteins, carbs, fats, your metabolism, how our bodies work, what things are the most important, what things make such a difference, why you hear the things that you hear every single day. These are things that um, Weight Watchers and Optivia or whatever that diet is or you know, tracking macros, these things won't really teach you about your body. So start to learn and dive in. And you don't even have to do that with a coach, but just it's starting to pull back from the diet culture of rules and restrictions and saying, no, that's not really how our bodies work. This is how my body works. This is why I feel a certain way a certain time of the month. This is what happens when I'm in a calorie deficit for a long time. Maybe my metabolism hasn't been working with me for a really long time. And when you start to learn those things and dive in, it it opened up my eyes to a different world. When I started to shift away from diets and shift into this is how my body works, it was like mind-blowing. I'm also somebody that geeks out a little bit on nutrition and science and facts for sure. Like I'm a a nerd like that. I, I will always be learning. But what an empowering feeling that we get to learn about our bodies and and you should you should honor that because for most of us, how we learned about diets in our bodies was Cosmopolitan magazine or the slim fast diet or whatever so and so said or twelve hundred calories or Dr. Oz or whatever it might be. We never really learned how our bodies work. So that might seem intimidating, but like lean into that because it's actually so freaking cool to be honest once you start learning. Um and start doing that by following the right people, you know being a part of different communities, starting to listen to podcasts like this and the people that I have on podcasts that also have their own podcasts, starting to learn and lean into that is the best place you can be. So number one, learn about your body. Number two, start to listen to it. When you start learning, start to listen to the things that you're learning about. Like start to really implement that because it's one thing to learn, but then speed of implementation is also very, very important. So once you are learning, start to implement and recognize and just notice, just notice. I, I started working with this um, coach and working a, a little bit into, it's not therapy, but a little bit deeper into me and who I am as a person. And her best advice to me was just notice non-judgmental noticing. And that's the best place you can be is like, all right, I think this might be working. I think this might be serving me. Um, 
So step two in this is going to be trial and error. Trial and error to finding what works for you. And we don't like trial and error. Why? Because we feel like it doesn't get us results. But you have to understand what you've been doing hasn't really been getting you results. So we know that in order to be more intuitive, we have to try different things. We have to allow ourselves the opportunity to see what works for our body. And when I say try different things, I don't mean try different diets. I mean try different try different meals, try a different mindset, try eating eating three bigger meals a day instead of maybe, you know, two meals intermittent fasting or five smaller meals. You know, try to start making food fun again. Try to start, um, you know, shifting away from negative things about your body and start saying positive things. And, and when you start doing all this at first, see, here's the thing. Here's why we never have trial and error. It's because we always want big, beautiful, drastic, sexy results. But those don't exist. They really, truly don't exist. So we never want to try. We would never want trial and error because we always think that's the long road, and the long road is the best road to be. So give yourself some trial and error. You have to see what works best for your body. I used to be a snacker all day, every day. Now I have like three big solid meals and I absolutely love that. But if I wouldn't have accepted that snacking was actually leading to my body not being satisfied, my body binging more, and three big satisfying meals kept me fuller longer. And even though maybe I felt like I was eating more at my meals, it was actually saving me so many calories. If I wouldn't have tried that, I wouldn't have known. So you have to be open to trying it and then just start trying different things without without the idea of weight loss because know that that will come. That's the thing is we always want weight loss in our head so we don't want the long road. We don't want trial and error just to see like to, we don't want to take time to be more intuitive, but it's truly, it's the best time that you can take is learning that because the more satisfied your body is, the more consistent you're going to be, the more you're just going to be able to live life. Most of us don't live life with our body feeling satisfied and content. And that's a really amazing place to be. And that's where the trial and error will start to get you as you'll start to recognize and be more in tune with your body and what's going on. Um, The last thing that you need to do to start being more intuitive is give yourself permission to change. I was talking to, um, I was talking to my client Devin the other day and she was um, saying that she is stuck in this one way of working. She comes from a very like CrossFit hit style working out and she's been stuck in that. And then her and I have been diving into that. There might be a little bit of extra cortisol going on in her body. There might be some added stress and she's really been doing the same thing for a long time and hasn't got the results she's wanted, but she is very hesitant to change and she's not giving herself that permission to change because this is how it's always been for her. Um, we're, we're all stuck on autopilot. We do the things that we do every single day and we don't realize that those are the things that are getting us the results that we're unhappy with. But never do we take a moment to pause and be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, I, I'm not where I want to be. I end every day unhappy. I wake up in a body that I just don't like, that aches, that I'm, you know, my mindset is is shit. I really don't like my body image. I I don't like the way I feel every single day, but we do the same behaviors. We're on autopilot. Like 
99% of what we do is in our subconscious and it's stuck in these past beliefs and we're just so hesitant to give ourselves permission to change and evolve and to these new humans and these new beliefs and that's where all of this lies. That's where we start being a little bit more intuitive with ourselves is when we give ourselves permission to change. You have to understand if you want when, when I say intuitive, I really like for me that means like honoring your body and and having flexibility. And most of us don't have that in our in our lives and and in order to do that, you have to be able to give yourself that permission to truly truly change to become that person. You have to drop that structure and say, "Look, if I want to be intuitive with my eating, I have to start getting away from these strict restrictive rules and diets." Um you know, and start learning. Like a good option for that is like, personally for me, tracking helped me become more intuitive. And there's going to be a lot of people that are going to combat that. Um, I think tracking can be very obsessive. If you do it the right way, you can learn a lot about your body to where you can become more intuitive. Tracking isn't a lifestyle, but was it a tool in my toolbox to help me understand what my body needs to help me build satisfying meals and to be able to be at a point where I don't track a thing and I haven't tracked a thing in a year. Yeah, it definitely helped me. So it's starting to just make like these shifts don't have to be huge. You're not going to go from where you're at right now, super structured and rigid to just all of a sudden being this intuitive eater. And if you do that too big of a jump, a lot of times it can backfire. So that's why step one is I guess step one is recognizing. Step two is learning and learning about your body and listening to it. That's why that's number, that's why that step is in there because again, it's a step to start to become more intuitive. So don't think you're just going to go from A to Z to living this super flexible life. Um, But you can start taking steps in the right direction to get there and you should start taking steps in the right direction. Another thing with fitness is that most of us our whole lives have, um, thought that we have to do this much cardio, we have to do this much HIIT training, we have to get up at this time every single day, and we don't realize that a lot of time that's working against us. And another client example here was my client, Jamie, who just left her trainer. She quit her trainer, and she's like, it's the best thing I've ever done, and all of a sudden, she's getting these results, and she realized that she wasn't really enjoying the workouts with her trainer. She just felt like she had to do that. And also she was getting up so early to work out with him that she was worried the night before that she wasn't going to get a good night's sleep. And because of that, she wasn't getting a good night's sleep and then would go exhausted and wasn't enjoying the workouts. But until she took a moment to pause and listen to her body, she didn't realize that. She couldn't recognize that. It took her starting to be more intuitive with the journey that her and I were working on for her to be like, oh my gosh, like this isn't serving me. And this is maybe, you know, three months into coaching that she quit her trainer. It took her a little bit to get there. And now she's doing her own workouts at a gym and she absolutely loves them and isn't stressing and is it is thriving. And I see this with women all the time when we start to release the control that we've been holding on to for so long because like that's held in our bodies. When we start to release that control, it starts with our health and fitness journey, but then it really does sort of evolve and web out into every aspect of our life. And and I always say that with this journey, that it really does overflow into every aspect of your life because 
when you are a more calm and comfortable and confident person and you know you've learned about your body and you know what it needs and you know what direction to go and you're no longer living by the stress of how do I look? Have I lost weight? What am I going to eat? What am I going to do? You start to, it starts with your health and fitness, the intuitive, but then it goes into in general, you just like who you are more. You love who you are more because you're listening to your body. And then it starts to go more into life where you're starting to have maybe have a little bit more fun. You're starting to be more flexible, more cheerful about other things because you've realized that like, hey, I can listen to myself and my body. And when you start to realize that, you really do start to evolve into a different woman. And I think that's really what this is about. What what a more intuitive journey is about is this like, you know, masculine structured diet and fitness that we've been in for so long and so much of our lives that that's just how our lives are. I mean, our work lives, our home lives, it's like everything has to, and it's okay to be structured, but take a breath and be a little bit intuitive and have a little bit of fun and start to sort of transition and be a little more playful, like start to build in the feminine. Like it's, again, it's just a, it's a balance of the masculine and the feminine energy when it comes to anything. And the masculine energy for diet and fitness is, is very, or is very much diet and fitness and get up and crush it in two days and this and that. And the feminine is like, Hey, listen to your body. Are you hungry? Are you full? Have a little bit more fun. Maybe you should dance today instead of work out. Like maybe your body needs some rest today. Maybe you need yoga. You know what? You're feeling amazing. Go ahead, push it, kick ass in the gym. Give yourself permission to listen to your body and be more intuitive. And it truly, truly, truly is the best place to be. Um, Because you're talking to the girl that had like a five-year journey from the most strict, rigid routines to being more intuitive. So it's it's honestly such, such a freeing place to be. And I do want to say this. I couldn't have got here without people in my court. I couldn't have got here without coaches that helped me, whether it was health and fitness coaches, nutrition coaches, or business coaches. I've always, always, always pushed to invest in myself. And every single time I have, it's not only forced me to like level up, I said quotation marks, like I'm doing them in the mirror right now, but it's it's made me evolve into a different human being because I learn more about myself and my body and my mindset. And it's just um, having people in your corner is just so, so important. So find those people, hire those people. Don't be scared to invest in yourself because investing in a different version of you is is honestly the most empowering thing. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you like this podcast, leave me a review, and share it with any women in your life that you think need to hear it. If you don't already follow me, go over to Instagram, search Conditioned by Katie. Make sure you follow me. You're part of this community. If you're interested in working with me, look, I have so many different ways you can work with me, from one-on-one coaching to small group to master classes that I host and everything in between. The best way you can find out What's going on in the Conditioned by Katie world is to either follow me on Instagram or sign up for my newsletter on my website. That's going to give you all the updated info and a lot of other fun things every single week. But look, I'm just so happy you're here. I'm happy you're part of this community. Keep showing up, keep growing with me, and keep being you.